This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Want to have this conversation uh, with Luando Tasso, who is a constitutional expert and an author. And um, so she has written a column, and she starts by saying, "If Twitter is anything to go by, our citizenry, especially in, it actually doesn't start here. That's probably a very eye-catching piece of the the column. Now that I'm looking at this and I've read this, and I realize it doesn't start here. So it says here uh, a, a very interesting caption of it: If Twitter is anything to go by, our citizenry, especially our young people." are barely constitutional literate, yet they have been thrust into this vortex of complexity. This is the view of, of course, of Luando Gasso, who will be speaking to. But, of course, she speaks about the recent protest that the, in the past week, since the handing down of a constitutional court judgment imposing a 15-month prison sentence on former President Jacob Zuma for contempt of court, has made everyone a constitutional expert, which would be a great thing if our brother broader citizenry actually had access to and read the constitution and also read the court's judgments themselves and that's uh, Luando's take there let's speak to her Luando good evening welcome to progressive talk evening thank you for having me good evening as part of my intro I was, re- I was reading an excerpt from your uh, column there but you're talking about largely whether our citizenry is constitutional literate let's start there what is to be constitutional literate it is understanding the foundations or, you know, uh, the fundamentals when it comes to how our constitution operates, you know, how our country operates, how it's been designed to operate and understanding the basic terms of uh, being a citizen, you know, what it means being a citizen in a country like ours, what our rights are, what our responsibilities are, what uh, government's responsibilities to us are, and and responsibilities and rights between citizens. You know, I'm not talking about everyone becoming constitutional lawyers, but I think that to be a fully informed and uh, to be able to participate in our constitutional democracy, I think we should all have the same language and understanding of things so that we can have more informed discussions. When we talk about politics or talk about things things that are happening in our society. Mm. All right. So the, and I had, uh, I think during my intro earlier, I had wrongfully said the Human Rights Commission, it's actually the foundation for human rights. You quote that mm-hmm. they, uh, in 2018, conducted an attitudinal survey and mm-hmm. checking on the constitution revealed that only 51% of the country was aware of the constitution. How important is this? I think it's very telling, you know, and uh, I mean, that study is available online for anyone who wants to dive into it and it it uh, looks at awareness not just of the constitution on a high level but specific things within the constitution and what people understand and I think the, the awareness part for me is interesting because awareness doesn't really mean you understand. I think a lot of people are sort of aware of the constitution, they are aware of the constitutional court, you know, they're generally aware of the kind of human rights that they are entitled to but I think that, you know, beyond awareness I mean, it's already bad that we're at 51% just for awareness. So you can imagine being able to hold a conversation regarding uh, constitutional matters that most of us haven't been equipped for that, but we are required to be, you know, active citizens, you know, in, in our communities, in our country. So I think that it is as fundamental as learning to write that people should know, um, you know, how the constitution works.
For you who is trained and equipped in understanding the constitution of the country, I suppose when you see conversations on social media such as Twitter, some of them are laughable mm-hmm. for you. Um, when you see perhaps, and I get from your view here, when you see some of the court challenges that we're looking at with the former president, some of them you find them deplorable perhaps. Uh, to talk to us, what, what is your take? What do you go through when you see the different comments, yeah. which may paint this idea of constitutional illiteracy, perhaps? You know, yeah, I mean, when I'm on Twitter or Facebook, there are things that I see um, that concern me. I wouldn't say I laugh. I think that uh, it is quite saddening. And uh, I think the most saddening thing is that people are relying on other people's opinions to inform them. So obviously, I look at the Constitution through a certain lens. And uh, when I do constitutional law workshop, I am coming with my own politics and coming with my own history and my own experience. I don't come into it cold. And that's why I want people to form their own. Uh, my message is always form your own relationship to the Constitution. You know, if more people had copies of the Constitution so they can read it for themselves. You know, when, when Section 25, the land um, clause was being hotly debated, I found that people were repeating things that politicians were saying that are not written in the Constitution. You know, it's fudged. <laughs> the lines are blurred and people then, because they trust certain leaders, they just repeat that verbatim instead of going to the text itself and reading it. Mm. And as you know, we could read the same sentence and come to 10 different uh, conclusions, you know. So I think it's quite interesting to have those interpretation conversations, but at least every person must have read the line for themselves. And, um, you know, so when I see, you know, even now lately people are asking me, is the Constitutional Court captured because they're hearing people like former President Zuma say certain things, careless things that actually uh, a lot of people don't have access to, ca- to the kind of knowledge where they can verify these things for themselves. Mm. So because he used to be the former president, the leader of the country, people just take his word for it, which is actually, you know, quite angering. I gather you don't answer some of these questions. So I'm going to get the answer from you for some. Is the constitutional <laughs> court captured? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. And uh, to be honest, that's part of constitutional literacy, right? If you understood how judges are appointed, if you understood how long they serve on the bench, if you understood how their salaries are protected, if you understood all the mechanisms that are in place to ensure that once judges are appointed, they're able to keep their independence. They have nothing to gain, you know, for um, taking on political favors. But also at the same time, if one judge is captured, you would have to capture the majority of the court to be able to, to do that. And as you know, a lot of judges are strong-minded. Yeah. Uh, they think for themselves and also they are guaranteed to have very fruitful careers before the bench. So it's not like you can offer I wonder, them an extension. Yeah. I wonder what's your answer to the question around min- minority, majority judgment, because that's where we are now. Uh, the use of minority judgment by others to challenge the majority. I think that's fine. You know, I think that that's healthy. Um, for me to always, I think that the way that a court works, um, I think could be beneficial for society that whatever you say, just back it up. You know, in the article, when I talk about how uh, I'm not interested in some of these things that have been brought up in the Zuma matter, the questions themselves are interesting. I just find the case itself not interesting, you know, in terms of the substance of it, this contempt of court. And uh, the big hoo-ha that followed after that, it was all self-made. It could have all been avoided. So that's what I mean. But um, I do think that um, when it comes to um, understanding how the court works, 
I think people would be able to um, venture their own opinions as to what they think instead of reading something on Facebook and taking it as a fact. Do, do you think that if we were constitutional literate better, would be mm-hmm. making different political arguments and different political decisions? I think so. I think we would be voting differently. I think that uh, we would be more strategic. I think that we would act in our best interest if we were constitutionally literate because, you know, one of the things that we saw in this past week with the riots and the uprising, you know, when I saw the the taxi drivers intervene, I usually, you know, I'm one of those South Africans who is always hooting at taxi drivers when they don't follow the rules of the road. And uh, for me, that's always a sign that our rule of law is weak because taxi drivers know that they can drive whichever way they want and endanger people's lives with no consequences, right? And that behavior is something that signals from uh, the top down. When you see politicians get away with things, you feel like, oh, there's no law enforcement in this country. But what we saw in the last couple of weeks is that taxi drivers also understand the importance of having a country that is um, defined by the rule of law. Because once you have a lawless society, Mm. people generally will lose jobs, you won't be able to go to work, which means taxi drivers won't be able to earn their living. So I think it just shows that everything is so interconnected. And, you know, the stronger our constitutional democracy, the better our lives will be. Thank you, Luanda. Appreciate your time. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.